Chime in, anytime. <laughs> oh no, I'm enjoying this far too much. Haven't you ever seen a rare hairless Wookiee before? Oh. Always remember I am here. Always remember I am Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed. Doesn't matter where we come from, Admiral. Our will to be free is what's going to be. I am no Jedi. I'm glad I gave you something to look forward to. That thing's not a Wookiee. Hello there, and welcome to episode four of Distant Echoes, a Star Wars podcast, where we travel through the galaxy watching each episode of every Star Wars TV series. I'm your host, Cassie. And I'm supposed to be Geezer's mustache piercings. <laughs> I guess I am this time. That's just, that's just who I am. Yes. And we are joined to gay. To gay? We're joined to gay! <laughs> this is a great start. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. We are joined to gay by our special guy. I did it on purpose that time. By our special guest and a wonderful friend, Stick, uh, host of the Clueless Vino podcast. Stick, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you guys, man. Thank, thanks, for, thanks for having me. I know we've I talked about doing the podcast with y'all, and once y'all do a podcast, and here we are, man. I know. Yeah, it's it happened awesome. pretty quickly after, even though it's been in our mind for a while. We got kind of impatient, but we're so glad you're here. Um, we're going to talk today about episodes three and four of the Star Wars Visions, like we did last episode. We're kind of taking a little bit of a, a diversion from watching the Clone Wars series, yep. which we're, we'll get back to after this, but we really, really wanted to do this because it's like right now in everybody's minds and it's really awesome. So we're going to go into episode three and four today. And one of the central reasons we wanted to have Stick on, other than we knew we wanted to have him on from the beginning no matter what is because he loves anime, we love anime, but he already told me that I'm not supposed to say, I mean, he is, we think that he knows, he, he does know way more than we do, <laughs> but like, you know, anime's a pretty big realm, so that's kind of cool, um, and we wanted to have him on to kind of get his take on everything, so Stick, do you mind talking about kind of, not just your interest in anime, but also your interest, if any, in Star Wars? <laughs> Cool, so let's go ahead and get this out the way. <laughs> I have never been the biggest fan of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of the lore and like a lot of the story. I can name stuff from the from Star Wars. Yeah. If you like, yo, put the story together? Nah. Not at all. <laughs> not, not, not at all. Um, but it, it, it's definitely interesting because it, it's, it's one of those mediums where you see its influence in like every other like different media movies tv shows even to video games and stuff mm -hmm. you can see it in different in different different aspects in it so though i don't necessarily like it or am a fan of it i do respect it um but anime is anime man yeah that's that's, that's that's my that's my bread and butter man um anime like i think you were saying last episode it started in tsunami you know yeah. that's that's where the the big love started but even before that i was watching um you know, Roman Warriors, um, Pokemon first came out, obviously Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, yeah. you know, just the, the early stuff. And then once once you get older, you can start buying your own DVDs and stuff. That's when I just started like, ooh, what's this? And, ooh, this is mature. And, ooh, maybe not that. You know, so, so Anime is just this great world of like different like stories that people tell in different ways. And you can have two of the same type of story and they tell it in totally different ways with different animation, different stories. So, yeah, man, anime's just always been my thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are some of your style, like, if you had to pick a number of different anime, right, to say, like, what styles you like and what styles you've watched, like, what would be, like, representative of some of them? Uh, I mean, obviously, come on, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, obviously, yep. Obviously, just that very gritty, like, dark, noir-type feel, but also very vibrant, like, with Western and, like, in space. And, like, that's the crazy thing about Star Wars and Cowboy Bebop. Like, for a long time, in any medium, I don't like space things yeah. as much. Like, I was never big into, like, Gundam, like, Mecha, and, like, stuff like that. Yeah. But there was something about Cowboy Bebop that just, like, opened my world to, like, maybe get into more space things. Yeah. Um... Same realm, Samurai Champloo. So anytime there's like Feudal Japan, Roroni Kenshin, mm -hmm. those are styles. Um, uh, there's a new show that I watched. It's called Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm -hmm. Very good. 
I love the art style. Very reminiscent of a Yu Hakusho, just in like maybe oh. an HD type of like more better graphics. And there's another one that's a good art style that actually ties into episode three of this of Star Wars Visions. I'm gonna wait. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming. That's exciting. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I just, like we said in our last episode, you know, we don't feel like we're experts. Like, we've watched, like, some of the big, some of the big ones that you, like, some of the ones that you mentioned. And Cassie's watched a little bit more than I have, I feel like, at this point, just because you started watching, like, Demon Slayer and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's never been... Like, we love anime, like, yeah. but whenever I, like, I, I talk about it, I always feel, like, just completely out of my depth, because it's, like, yeah. I feel like there's there's people like us that watch anime, and then there's just kind of, like, this whole other, it's, like, have you, you know, watched, you know, X, Y, and Z, and there's, like, so much like, that's out there. Like, real connoisseurs of anime. Yeah. Like, I would say you are. Like, yeah. you have obviously done your research, like, even if you haven't, like, meant to do research, yeah. just <laughs> by enjoying it, yeah. and going and trying different things, and... You know, where do you get your, um, like, do you just kind of look up a synopsis of stuff and say, oh, that sounds like something I'd like to listen to? Or are there people you kind of listen to for recommendations? Um, so a lot of times, you know, trailers are huge. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I see, like, there's this new one that's actually coming out. I think it's called Platinum's End. And just it's just a picture of a character. And, you know, silver-haired characters are always the best one. White-haired, silver-haired characters <laughs> yeah. are always the best. And you know why. <laughs> We've talked you about know, that. You know why. Um, but he, it's, it's the picture. He's got wings. And it's just he has this, this red crystal on the power. And, like, then you, then you read the synopsis. If you, if you pass the character test with me, then I'm reading the synopsis. <laughs> Let's see what's going on. And then if you get the synopsis, I need a trailer. If I get to the trailer, you pass all three of those, I'll probably give you a watch. Yeah. That's nice. usually my... My decision making. I don't really like to follow people's like popular things. So mm-hmm. I've never watched. I haven't watched Demon Slayer yet because that was huge for mm-hmm. a lot of people. It was like really big. I'm like, eh, I've been down this road where y'all said something really great. And yeah, it's not, <laughs> I get that. You know, so yeah, yeah, that's usually how I end up picking what I want to watch. Yeah, you gotta be careful. I feel like too with that, like stuff gets overhyped, and and especially if you have a spe- like a particular taste for something, mm-hmm. or like there's a specific style or something like that that you like it can sometimes, you know, you get something hyped up and you're like, I just am not. I mean, that happens with, like, like with, like, like live-action TV shows and right. stuff like that a lot of the times where, like, you know, people will be, like, super into, like, that. there was that show You that people were into on Netflix for a while where it was, like, the serial killer and stuff. It's really good. Everybody, well, <laughs> so, like, that's the thing. It's, like, everybody was, like, it's so good, but, like, it just, I just could not get into it where I was, like, this isn't for me, so, like, I get the I get the trepidation about kind of yeah. overhyping stuff and, and different stuff like that. But there's other things that like people are really that people really like currently right now. Not to go down too many rabbit holes, but there's that show Squid Game oh, that yeah. everybody's that talking is about. Huge. Everybody um, is talking, and about that just right kind now. of came out of nowhere. I'll be honest. When I heard Squid Game, legitimately, I thought it was people just talking about uh, Splatoon. That's so funny. We love the Squid Game. <laughs> Like, when this announced it's like 2018. Yeah, like, oh, okay. okay. Yep. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes things are like late bloomer and you're like, I've known about this for a really long time. Why, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up that you have a little bit of a a teaser because about something that, that I guess the studio Trigger mm-hmm. did, because that's what I was going to talk about next, was going into, so episode three is the twins, yep. which we... Star Wars people probably speculate precisely what we think it's about. Yeah. And, you know, you think Luke and Leia or something like that. Uh, the Disney summary, which we were saying last time we loved because they're all like one sentence and they're really mm-hmm. yeah. concise and so nice. We love them for, for Visions. For Clone Wars, they're just like... They're awful. It's, it's like <laughs> Anakin Skywalker has a lightsaber battle. It's like, thank wow. you. Okay. okay. <laughs> thank you. Wouldn't guess that. Like... Um, These yeah. ones are yeah. So this one is twin twins born into the dark side clash aboard a massive star destroyer, which isn't the greatest one, but that yeah. is basically what happens. Mm. Um, this one was produced by, like I said, Studio Trigger, which is also known for the anime series Gurren Lagann, as well as films such as Kill a Kill, Space Patrol, Laluco, Little Witch Academia, and Promare. And I I said last time I never knew I didn't. I've never seen Promare, but it just like blew up on Twitter last year, and I got used to the, uh, I got used to the animation and the color palette. And as soon as I saw a trailer for this, I was like, "This looks like Promare or that thing Promare with a guy with the really spiky hair." And I, I just immediately knew mm. what it was. 
Um, directed by Hiroyuki Yamai Ishii, written by Hiromi uh, Wakabayashi, Neil Patrick Harris voices Kare, and Allison Brie voices Am, which is very interesting. Um, what was your, was, did you see one of these other things at Studio Trigger? So, Kill a Kill. Okay. Kill a Kill, I, I saw it, I'm like, this is definitely from the people that did Kill a Kill. Like, the way the character's eyes are and just the vibrant. And I, now that you've mentioned the Gurren Lagann, that actually is very, that makes sense, too. Um, just the character's animation is just the fluency with, like, the battles and stuff, the fighting. I was like, yeah, this is definitely from that. And it's one of my, that's one of the newer ones. It's one of my favorites. That was actually their first original anime oh, series, series that they did. Yeah, the, since we're talking about, like, the animation, I, that was my favorite part about that. Mm-hmm. That episode was the animation style. Yeah. And you mentioned, like, the, like, the fluid motion and things like that. Um, it had, it had that very, like, very, like, quintessential kind of anime style where it's, like, yeah. it, it seems very action behind the action, which sounds stupid now that I say it out loud, but it's, like, there's, like, force behind the action. Like, when they're moving and things like that, yeah. um, it feels very, it just feels very, like, like you said, fluid. It was really cool. Yeah. It's fluid, but I also felt like, because I... Because I have seen some anime, mm. I felt like it was very different from what I'm used to seeing in a lot of anime. Like, there was mm-hmm. just something very unique about it that I appreciated. I felt like I, it was like a feast, like, as far as, like, the animation and the color scheme of everything yeah. and the movement of everybody was really cool. I felt like there were moments where you could literally, almost every moment, you could take a screenshot and you could create a whole manga out of it which is probably what a lot of anime is like because sometimes manga is the origin for an anime or mm-hmm. vice versa but there were definitely moments like where they were shooting into space or like when uh what's his name um kare was like sitting on the x-wing and it was like it looked like he was far away and then it was like kind of moving in closer like there were just moments where i felt like it looked it looked like a page in a manga and that was the biggest note I had, was that I love the animation. Me, personally, this was not my favorite one I've seen out mm-hmm. of the four. Yeah. So, do y'all want to talk about that a little bit? For sure. <laughs> uh, I think when it comes to just story-wise, it's the most basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's super basic. Like, twins. One's evil. One's still kind of evil, but, like, not... <laughs> I'm really just trying to, like, save you from yourself. Um... And, you know, they battle it out, and obviously one's trying to save the other. So, from a story story perspective, yeah, I can see how you would say, like, of the four is probably the weakest in that regard. Um, animation-wise, it's probably second, could be first, depending on what your animation, you know, preferences are. Mm-hmm. That first one is just... Oh, yeah. First yeah, one's... we were talking about that off mic. That, that first like, one is just... We're still, yeah. Different. Just yeah. the mm-hmm. playing off of, like predominantly black and white almost like pencil shaving type thing but then throwing in colors to like really accentuate like the battle sequences and the hits and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i know I, I can definitely see why you would say it's probably the weaker of the four i i like when the, when the episode started i was like man this is gonna be really good it's a like, cool idea even though it is a basic idea especially for like big star wars fans like we're thinking oh this is like an alternate reality to Luke and Leia being born and being born kind of to nurture the force Mm -hmm. by two separate entities. And these creatures, or these people, like creatures, these, well, they're kind of, they're like little clones because they were like, were they clones of Darth? We don't even know if this is Darth Vader. We have no idea. We just know that this is some Darth Vader looking guy. Like his armor looks slightly different. He's obviously got like the rebreather looking thing like on his chest but we don't know if that's if it, if it matters or not it really doesn't right but yeah were they born from we don't know if they're a clone of him or if they're a clone of a crystal like it, or came from a crystal the way they made the same is that they were just they were created i don't even want to i don't even know if i wouldn't call them clones I just, they were just like created from yes the, yeah you know what i'm saying from i don't like know. the force like yeah yeah but they were created from the force and that's how well, the it came to be that's what's interesting though is because like we come in with a certain context like oh we know this this and this so it's in, it's always interesting to have someone watch it that doesn't have that context yeah. to see yeah. does it make sense like can this stand alone or does it have to be part of this series you know that's, what I mean? a, that's a that's a that's a common anime trope 
like yeah. having like a, uh, a a clone or like built from like a DNA thing. Like just to throw out anime knowledge, Yu Hakusho um, in the Demon King's arc, yeah. Yomi's son. Yomi has a king. One of the kings of Demon War has a son, and he creates a son. Not by traditional means, but by creating a clone of himself mm. and then makes him grow up. So it's a it's a common trope. So yeah. that didn't, it was like, oh, this doesn't make sense. For me, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. This, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> I mean, it, with, it, I will say it, it, I'm, it's funny because all of these so far, you just kind of open up and like, you, you just kind of thrown into the world. True. Right? And this one, it felt like they tried to do a little more exposition mm-hmm. than like some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. The other ones are just kind of like you start and then we kind of proceed and you kind of get little tidbits mm-hmm. here and there. This one, it was like, it opens up and you're kind of thrown in and then they have like flashbacks and stuff like that, that kind of like fill in some of the details. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of the other ones did, haven't really done that as much no, so far. The first far. one definitely started in media res and the second one definitely started. Well, the, sep- the second one kind of had a flashback, yeah, flashback, but it kind of began as a flashback and then, and then flash yeah. forward. I mean, it, it's. I mean, I think it just. It's interesting because obviously there's different art styles with these, but there's also just kind of different storytelling styles too mm-hmm. that kind of comes in. Um, something actually, you might know this cast. The anime studios. I assume it's just like it was all animated and written in house, right? Like they had complete control over it. It wasn't like some, they were adapting a script that was. I don't think that's the case. I think they, I'm not sure, but I don't. I could look that up later. I'm not entirely sure. That was sure. gonna be my question to y'all. Like when y'all were watching these, with the knowledge y'all have with Star Wars, were there were they trying to like adapt stories, or were there pieces where like, oh, I know what this is from? Like, so <laughs> especially with this one. Oh so in God. each, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> in each episode, there's there's like. So far, there's been, like, uh, a couple, like, lines and stuff like that that they'll mm. borrow from, from like, the movies or whatever. Like, in um, uh, Tatooine Rhapsody, he says... I've got a bad feeling about I've got a, this. Yeah, that's what it was. Is I've got a bad feeling about this, which is a classic uh, uh, line from the original trilogy. In this one, it was, like, it beating, was beating you over, you over the, the head. head. <laughs> like, first yeah. of all, yeah. C-3PO and R2-D2... Our duo, they're like obviously the droids were. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I was like, I feel like I know them. Yeah, but like yeah. I, they were saying the wrong name. Like that's not right. right? Yeah. yeah, which I think was part of the whole alternate universe. Thing, right, right. Yeah. Like twins are from a different universe. The the robots are from a different mm-hmm. universe. Yeah. It's like this trope of like when you go to like the alternate universe, everybody's name is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, I actually wanted to, I wanted to ask both y'all about that because we were all English majors, so like we had to like read. You know, different stories and different things like that and pick out themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the theme was so... like At first, it was cool because, you know, it, it's called The Twins and it opens up and, like, every single piece of the shots were, like... It was, like, symmetrical. And it was, like, mm-hmm. two... Like, one, two, one, two, one, two. But then it just became, like, so much. I was just curious, like, what how y'all felt about, like, the two... Like, Cassie mentioned, like, our duo, uh, like, the, the two droids both having two in their name. Like, did it feel over the top for y'all, or...? Yes. <laughs> well, to me, it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? For me, just, just watching... Because when anime, like, I don't always, like, catch, like, stuff on the first catch, on the first view. But you can... Now that you're telling me about it, she had the two... Yeah. She had the two lightsabers at first, like... You can kind of catch like different things in there, but it, it didn't bug me too much. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's good. I mean, it, I think it was. I think honestly, like, I think it's because of like the the kind of the ch- die they have in Star Wars. There's like dyads, and then there's mm-hmm. twins. There's always like a lot of different things about two and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And so I think that's probably why it like stuck out a lot to me that they were really making a big deal about really it. Pushing it. Uh, but I, I will say though, I think when the, what they did with the visual elements with it, especially the opening of it was really cool. Like it kind of opens with the two star destroyers. Like, yeah. Used together like was together. really yeah. badass. That, that was, was cool. a really good image. Um, I really liked that. Um, sorry. You were going to say something about cast about the, the themes or something that you were, Oh, it was less themes and more just the over the head of all the star Wars references, which oh, is yeah. kind of interesting because this is supposed to be a love letter to Star Wars, so you would think that stuff wouldn't bother me because, like, people want to, like, yeah. catch all these references. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that you have someone that doesn't have the greatest love for Star Wars watching it who's not bothered by any of that because they're not as familiar with it. And it actually makes yeah. it 
easier and nicer to watch than than us. So yeah. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Like there was the obviously the X Wing to the um, General Grievous kind of reference because she had like all those different arms mm-hmm. at the end. Oh, she's they say punch it. And then R2, the R2-D2 apparently said there is no try, only do, which was weird. That's a Yoda thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're familiar, but it's like they, I felt like they shoved a whole bunch of those in there. And it yeah. was kind of jarring. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of felt the same way about it. But like, it was my favorite thing, but it didn't like completely no. ruin it, I feel no. like. Um, and we were just talking about the kind of the visuals. I thought that like, I almost kind of feel like with some of these, you know, especially if it's like, a love letter kind of situation and they just want to do something that's just kind of yeah they want to show off like their the animation style and what star wars could look like animated in a certain way i'm kind of i'm, I'm okay with that you know what i mean like even if the story is not like doesn't really connect to me that well but um overall like what did you think of the like the full story arc like uh put its wins yeah um i think it was cool man from a yeah i, I liked it i like the whole you know they're both evil right like Technically, from a technical standpoint, they should, they should be. I guess from a technical yeah. standpoint, yeah, they're, they're both supposed evil. to be. They're supposed to be one clearly more than the other. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you know he can play the line, like uh, I think his name is Ah uh, Am Ah, uh, I believe. Am um is the girl, and then Kare. Kare is all right. So Kare like plays a line of he's evil, but he still has this sen- the semblance of like you know goodness in that he wants to save his sister. Yeah. He could easily just let his sister die, like you know, and then yeah. I could be you know the guy. But, you know, he's waffling, like, I'd rather do save you than to, you know, fulfill our mission. Right, Or right. whatever. And then, like, he, it's almost like he breaks free of the, of the force or whatever because he wants to find his own, per- their own purpose. Instead yeah. of what they've been bred or created to do. Mm-hmm. So that arc was pretty cool. And, and like, again, the, the fight scene was just, I, I enjoyed it. The fight scene was great. I enjoyed it. Just all the colors, man, and the flashy and the whole, you know, the, uh, using the, what do you call the thing? The, the hyperforce? Oh, right. the, the hyperdrive, Hyper, kind of, yeah, yeah, into the what's called that was pretty sweet. So yeah, that was cool. I yeah, love no, the ropes. I, I love that her lightsabers became like whips. Yeah, and yeah. when he used his lightsaber to like grab them, that was really that dope. Was cool. I I love that you brought up the fact that I didn't even think about this. Probably because like I was too. Once I learned that it was Neil Patrick Harris and Allison Brie, it kind of took it out of it for me because then I just heard them screaming the whole time, and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is going on?" Um, and Alison Brie, I could just see her like screaming and having so much fun being an evil character, so yeah. I kind of took it out. Animation, beautiful. Um, but I love that you brought up the fact that he decided to go his own way mm. because that is the that is what we're seeing. That is the theme that we're kind of seeing throughout the rest of these two. Is that yeah. it doesn't matter what you're taught or what you're brought up to learn or know, mm-hmm. you can still decide what your path is going to be. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's kind of this, this two sides of the force kind of element of it as well. Kare kind of like basically giving up his destined, like his, mm-hmm. his destiny from birth kind of thing and, and deciding to be, I guess, good. I, I don't know. It seemed like it. Like, yeah, he's like, an anti-hero? I don't yeah. even know how to explain it. Because, like, he doesn't do anything bad. Right. But I know he's created to be bad. Right. You know, so it's like... Yeah, and so there... I, I love that, too, because there is that kind of, like, almost kind of... It's not nature versus nurture, but it kind of is, where it's like, mm-hmm. he was born to do this, but, like, fighting against it. Which is also, I think, a, a pretty big anime trope as well, where it's like, you know, uh, redemption arcs are huge in a lot of different... Uh, stories. I mean, I feel like Dragon Ball Z has like a great <laughs> redemption arc for yeah. like like Vegeta as like a character. Mm-hmm. You don't get as much like in depth of like Kare like what they're you know what they were like before this mm-hmm. happens. You just have to assume that he was you know just as just as evil as right. his sister or um, questioning and where point. and where does the switch happen? Like, yeah, where is he? Like oh, you mm-hmm. know. And I was gonna ask y'all about that. Like these episodes, like we've always watched the four or whatever. Do you always like at the end? Are you like, I wish this was like longer? Yes. Yep. And I think every time. Pur- I think there's a purpose to that. I know at least for the first one, there's an entire either novel or manga yeah. that's been mm-hmm. written, and so it was novel. I looked it up. A novel. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that this is an opportunity for the Star Wars universe to expand in a really cool way, and that there will be more 
Mm-hmm. Because I'm assuming they have way more of a story to tell in all of these. Yeah. And they're sure. they're so each one so far so the so the uh the duel, the first episode, mm-hmm. very like open. Like you could take that in so many different directions mm-hmm. if they want to continue it. Tatooine Rhapsody had kind of a closing, but also if you wanted to continue it on, that felt like the one that, you know, could be like that could a, be a whole TV that show. That could be like a Nickelodeon like a really comedy yeah. based like thing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I like that one. That was really fun to It watch. was adorable. Yeah, I, yeah, I love that it. one. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, this one, I think, was probably the one that was, like, most, I feel like... Complete almost, right? Most complete, but also, like, you know, there was kind of this, like, she's out there somewhere. And, like, almost kind of set it up, like, if they wanted to do, like... If they are going to do a right. movie of them, like, finding each other and then mm-hmm. what happens after that. Like, you could totally kind of see something like that being being in the works. But, yeah, no, I, I that's huge theme, I think, for yeah. both of us each time. It's just kind of, like... And especially when we talk about episode four as well, like, I feel mm-hmm. like that one yeah. was like, I would love to have, I would love to see more of that one. But also the other, the first two episodes as well mm-hmm. um, sure. were huge with that. I loved, one other thing that I did really like was when she took the Kyber crystal and stabbed herself in the chest with it. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. She was really gung-ho. That was crazy. <laughs> like, I think it was her armor, but it was obviously killing her. I just loved her because, like, he, like revealed everything like put his heart on his sleeve and she just laughed it off like man i don't care about that shit man <laughs> we got a job to do yeah, yeah like which makes sense because it's like well i was very confused i think a, a prequel could have been substantiated because i was like why does he suddenly not care because everyone seems to believe that everything's fine and then she just looks over in his chair yeah. spinning and she's like oh shit he's he's the gone rogue now. What's going on? Yeah, it seemed, it very much seemed like there was probably, I mean, I guess you could like fill in the, the gaps, right? Of sure. Maybe before that, there was some kind of like, you know, uh, he had some moments where he was like straying mm-hmm. from the dark side or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. It was interesting. So I do want to spend a minute to talk about their armor as well, because we talked about how it's kind of almost Darth Vader-esque, but mm-hmm. So kind of like, we, we talked about this in the last episode, but something, some theme that we've picked up a lot is a lot of the animators are doing different things with lightsabers. So like mm-hmm. traditionally lightsaber is just completely like straight, you know, sword, mm-hmm. like energy sword, like very, it's iconic, right? Like right. You, you, even if you don't know what Star Wars, you, you see like, it, you know it. You know what a lightsaber is, but there in every single episode, there's been like a different take on like a different creative type of lightsaber and And something we've never really seen before like we've seen tanfas and and like different like straight weapons yeah and with so what was so her lightsaber her suit like became like a lightsaber essentially like almost like roasted out of her right yeah and she and like we talked about the whips being like a different take on it i also thought thought too they did an interesting kind of different take on like a Darth Vader like suit, right? Like their their armor was really cool, um, and I really like that. And then uh, when Kari like fully, you know, went away from the dark side, like his suit exploded, Dis- yeah. disintegrated in his face. Like there's a button that just lets you disintegrate your armor. Like you I just guess. Was his outfit supposed to look like somebody? Because it kind of remind. It looked like I've seen a character before, but I can't tell you who it is. I- I, I, if I had to guess, it felt very just kind of like quintessential, like dark Jedi, mm-hmm. um, or, or maybe not dark Jedi, but so there's, there's kind of a, a moment, uh, in a lot of the Star Wars films where the main character, it follows like the hero's journey, right? And they have like this tempting of like going into like the dark side moment yeah. and they always end up with like dark, like dark robes and stuff. Yeah. So like, do you see like Luke in dark robes a lot? um ray has um in like the later movies she has like dark and, and everything like that and his kind of reminded me a little bit of that where he has kind of like that dark suit yeah. but also had like white sleeves i'm looking at a picture of it right now mm-hmm. um and so i wonder if that was kind of like a playoff of that almost yeah. where it's kind of like the reverse where it's like going from d- dark to light yeah so you kind of have like that moment of like instead of being fully you know encased in like this darth vader-esque armor you have this kind of like almost the dark Jedi robes. Mm-hmm. So kind of that middle ground kind of place. Yeah. Um, that's what it felt like to, to me. I don't know if that was, if there, there might've been like a specific character they were going after for that. I'm sure the color was intentional though. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I did like, I love the character designs too. Like they're, 
both of the characters were really cool um and especially her like once she had the light like the lightsaber like coming out and like had like the spider kind of um look to her it was really awesome Mm -hmm. there's anything else on that one you would say something real quick about the weapon um a lot what just watching the first few episodes they really play with the red and blue yeah a lot and i think that's normal for Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but so, his thing was orange, right? His lightsaber. Does that mean anything? So I think that it was a. It, so I was actually reading this up, um, and Tommy was familiar with it, and I I wasn't aware of this, but I I feel like maybe I had known it at some point. But the crystals that they use, mm-hmm. um, the Kyber crystals, you're supposed to get them from like a crystal cave and. Even in different lore, they use different types of crystals Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. um, to focus your lightsaber. And originally, kyber crystals are attuned to the light side of the force. So they're naturally usually blue. Um, And you can, or there's other, there's some other colors, but they're usually like a light color. Mm -hmm. Um, They become red when Sith or when Dark Jedi bleed them, which is when they crack them. Okay. And, like, manipulate their energy and they turn red. And so that's why the bad lightsabers are always red. And I was wondering if the main crystal they had, he took a piece of it mm-hmm. and used it to create his own crystal. And his wasn't, his was a natural piece of crystal. And so that's why he was suddenly able to obtain a blue one. I didn't notice the orange. Do you think maybe that was because it was coming from... It was... The other crystal? Yeah, it was, I, I think... Kind it was of like, like a transition from... Yeah, it was like blue. It was like blue into red, and there was like it was like like at like the once he put like the second crystal in, which I assume it was the second crystal because I don't know what he had in there before. Like we were talking about that, and like yeah. usually like a lightsaber has like a crystal, yeah. but then he was just like, oh, let me put this other one in here. So like either he didn't have one before and just had like a lightsaber hilt, which would have been weird, like a not working lightsaber, or he just put like a second crystal in there. And I think that's I'm guessing that's what happened. I think that the idea. My thought is that that crystal that they were using was like mm. a special kyber crystal. It was like bigger, more powerful, or mm. something. Because a normal yeah. kyber crystal, like in Star Wars, is like tiny and also doesn't give you the power to like blow up a planet, like <laughs> typically, yeah. uh, or like make your lightsaber shoot are... out light. As far as his, <laughs> yeah. but there are crystals that are more powerful than others. Yeah. Um, mm. They've used the pearl from a Creek Dragon as a focuser um, oh. before. I didn't know um, that. Also, like, I didn't know there depends. were dragons and stuff. <laughs> the Creek Dragon. The Creek Dragon. Yeah. Who's the Creek Dragon? He's in KOTOR, but he was also in the Mandalorian. He was that big creature that they fought oh. in the cave, that thing. I forgot. But I was just thinking, I was like, I don't remember dragons in Star Wars at all. I don't know if that he was Game actually a dragon. Yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> that's the next that's the next style they're gonna do. It's just oh, yeah. dark just Star Game Wars. Of Thrones. Um, but yeah, no, you you're you're right. His 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 lightsaber, once he started using it, was like a different color. It was kind of like a, a melding of the blue and the red, which again, like, that's another kind of yeah. a little bit of a theme that's like throughout throughout Star Wars, but also throughout these couple of episodes, is it's like someone left their order whether they're good or bad kind of thing, and they yeah. kind of, like, are in that middle ground. Yeah, um, for so. sure. Well, if we want to move on, if we're ready to move on to Did you have anything else on this one that you wanted to, that nah, you wanted to mention? No, nah, man. It's, you know, quintessential anime viewing right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> bro- 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 brother and sisters fighting. Oh, like, I did have one question. Did you watch this uh, Japanese dubbed, or did you watch the English dub? So I watch it. You... I watch it dubbed. I usually watch. Okay. I try to watch dub first only because I, I want to just get an idea of what's going on. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then I'll go to sub to see if it's better. Yeah. You know, because they do a lot more emotions with their stuff. In, in my opinion, the English dub of this kind of was, a, for me, it was kind of over the top. Jarring. Um, it's just wild that it's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. what it was. For I me. think it maybe was. that's just what it was. Um, um, the only other thing I wanted to call out... Um, I wrote down uh, anime moment because he like literally was like so long and like did like this like I can't even remember exactly what he did but there's just mo- this moment where he like flicks his hair or whatever and is like so long and like goes to take off or something I was like it's like such an anime very, moment very, like, an- very anime <laughs> um, and then the other thing I was just gonna mention um, I don't want to get too too deep into this because I don't I don't think it's that interesting but I was 
I, I, I wonder if they were playing off of, they introduced in the Star Wars universe, like this, uh, like, like clones essentially, mm-hmm. like in like the main storyline and stuff like that. There's these things called strand casts, which are basically not actual clones, but they're like, or they kind of are actual clones, but they're different. And that's kind of like, it seems like they're bubbling up to like a potential big thing in like mm-hmm. a lot of the different media, Star Wars media that's out there of like cloning and things like that. It was in uh, the Mandalorian and stuff. So I just, I think it's interesting that they had that here as well or mm-hmm. something where they're either created or cloned kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also their armor reminded me of the, in the Mandalorian, the dark droid armor oh yeah that they mm-hmm. that they use too so just a lot of like connections i think to just With other power armor that was very reminiscent of the dark power armor yeah the the other kind of star wars media and then the um the last thing is just that last shot of the the x-wing just kind of like in the sand and it's like very pink very purple it was like such an iconic shot from visions because yeah. like i'd seen that in like a lot of the promotional material yeah. um and also but i was also just... waiting for like an anime like ending like oh to come on because yeah. <laughs> that would have been and, like a droid like dancing around or something like <laughs> that's the only thing these things were missing yeah it's like oh, a, sure. a very a very poppy japanese yes. you know, band. oh that, you know what i i didn't even realize that now i'm so disappointed that they that would have been really this. cool i'm saying yeah <laughs> but it was a beautiful yeah yeah image, it was sure. this one so far i feel like is like the one of the more i mean we talked about the duel a lot but like outside it, of the duel it had very visually stunning. Visually appealing, this is probably yes. the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not the best animation style, as you know, we like the first one better, but visually appealing, aesthetically appealing, that's yeah. this is definitely the Very one. Very pretty. Yep. Um I also loved the visual appeal of the next one, which was episode oh, yeah. four, The Village Bride. The Disney summary of this was a Jedi on the run takes in the unique customs of a remote village under threat by a warlord. And this was produced by I think it's Kinema, because it's a K. Mm-hmm. But Kinema Citrus, um, they produced Made in Abyss, uh, Review Starlight, and The Rising of the Shield Hero. And also, I think they had something to do with Dot Hack, which mm-hmm. sounds vaguely familiar to me. Video game series. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was written by Takahito uh, Unishi and Hitoshi Haga. And then some of the voices in this, F, which was the girl with the mask, her name was just, at least in the script, was F. Uh, was voiced by um, Karen Fukuhara. She was Katana in the Suicide Squad. And she was uh, Kimiko Miyashiro in The Boys. So she's done some acting. She's got some acting chops. And then Valko is voiced by uh, Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa, who was uh, Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. The original or the new one? The original original one. one. Oh, 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 that's my guy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When Cassie told me that, I was like, wait, I was like, are you, is that yeah. are you for real? Yeah, like, now yeah. I can go back. And just, yeah. Yeah, I got to catch that. Yeah. Um, Izuma, which was the um, raider leader, mm. uh, the really creepy looking dude, was voiced by Andrew Cashino, who was Saul, the one that I really pointed out to me was Saul Guerrero. In Rebels? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher Sean as Asu, which was, um, he was, he did some voices in Star Wars Resistance. Uh, Asu was the groom, the husband. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole Sakura was Haru. Um, she's in the show Superstore. Um, and she uh, was um, the bride. Random. She was the Super bride. Random. So, yeah, a lot of people, a lot, a lot more characters in this one for sure. Yeah, this is probably the biggest seen. cast, I would think. Yeah, I think so. Besides the second one. Mm-hmm. I, this one, this one immediately brought me back to the first one mm-hmm. because it was more of that kind of like distant. Feudal Japan feudal. kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, and I just immediately felt at ease. One, a lot of anime that I really like, which is probably why I like Demon Slayer a lot, is because it has that same feeling and has mm-hmm. the same type of like ambiance and music. And I don't know what that string, that note is, that just like kind of high pitched one string mm-hmm. that you hear sometimes. And, and oh God, I just love it. I just love that. Um, I immediately was like, okay, I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. What were just to open up? What were your like thoughts of this one? And was this one out of like because I know you watched all four at this point? Was this one easier to like get into? Because I have a, I have a, a thought about that because um, of some of the things that it connected to. But just generally, like, what did you think about this one? So this one, uh, re- 
really easy to get into. And it it's one of those things where it's like very breadcrummy. Yeah. So like they give you like small bits and pieces and you start connecting things like, oh okay, this is what's happening. You know, and just like small stuff where you're getting they'll do like quick flashes to like her sister mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, she's clearly not happy with what's going on. And then eventually you get to the point where you find out she's, you know, she wants to lead a rebellion and then you find out, Oh, this is why they're upset. This is why she's doing this. So it's very, they tell a really good complete story within a small amount of time, but it's another one of those things where like, I really wish we had like more stuff from before. And then like at the end, you're like, we have to follow mm-hmm. her journey. Uh, oh my God. I, I love this one. This, it, was, this was really good. It, it, yeah. I'm, this was, I think, one of... I mean, there's only been four of them, and I've said so far, like, every single one of them, I've been like, this is one of my favorites. Like, yeah. But, like, yeah, this one is, is up there for me. And, like, right off the bat, I kind of felt like it gave me very, very... Almost kind of like Princess Mononoke, Studio mm-hmm. Ghibli. Ghibli? Ghibli? I never know how to say it. Anyway, it gave me those kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially kind of, like, the natural elements. and Ghibli. Ghibli. Um, and... I, what I really liked about it is is kind of like what you said is the the breadcrumb aspects of it where it was like you know you they don't they don't kind of like give you too much exposition it's like it starts off and there's someone carrying uh like this this woman up a mountain and he says well we can't have a bride getting her feet dirty it's like okay there is a like village there or there's a, a civilization kind of thing and you're getting just like bits and pieces of like what their culture is uh just through that like one little moment and then they go up even further and you have these like two people watching them kind of like seeing what's going on and you're like what's their deal um and then you have this moment where there's... i love the security droid that you saw even before that yeah. there's that moment where you see the, like the destroyed droid yeah like tied up and then you think okay someone's been either been attacking them or this is like maybe something to ward off people. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just this very interesting little like shot. That was the other thing. That was really cool. That, yeah, that I'm glad you said that. Cause the other thing that this reminded me of was the probe droid. It reminded me of breath of the wild legend of Zelda breath of the wild a little bit, because in that you're like in this kind of, this very kind of natural world place, but then there's these droids that are just kind of like destroyed kind of sitting Mm -hmm. around. And even though it is this kind of, very feudalistic kind of society. There's like these little bits and pieces of, of kind of droids. And and we got that a little bit with the duel, but like, I feel like this was just a different, just a very, a much different element of it. Um, So yeah, I I really thought this one out of all of them was like, if you were to just like sit down and watch that, even like you, you wouldn't have to have any Star Wars knowledge at all. Like it was very, just kind of like general standalone kind of stuff. Um, And they did a really good job of just telling like a full complete story it didn't feel like it was 15 minutes. It felt like it was longer because I felt like I got so much more yeah, out of this one. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I love the fusion of, um, as you said, this culture that was separate from the rest of the world and yet it still harkened to Star Wars and, and the rest of what we know as the known Star Wars world because they had their own word for the Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, Majina, yeah. I think is what it was. And I thought that was really cool. I think it was very obvious that that's what they were trying to go with. And then, of course, that's what we figure out at the end when she says, may the force be with you. Um, I thought that was really beautiful that these people have a connection to. And we've seen that a little bit in other Star Wars stuff where they go to a planet and they people have a different take on the force than what is the normal concept of what the force is. Yep. And I I was going to say, too, like, again, there we touched on like this theme in all of them there's we'll talk about the, the lightsaber because i wrote that down too but they kind of do they take it one step further and they they put their own the the uh, anime studio kind of puts their own spin on the force right like mm-hmm. they call it something different they they have something like they have their own way of like interacting with it that's just different than what we've we've really seen before in like some other star wars media so i thought that was cool that like they they were they took that like we're changing like these iconic elements like and they took it like even further in this episode and what's amazing here what i really like here is that it's not in this village there are no jedi there are no sith um 
even the raiders don't know what a Jedi is because when she shows up, they're like, are you a monster? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, they don't know what those concepts are, but they understand, at least the village understands, that the Force is in everybody. And even the bride and the groom are able to, like, awaken it and create that, like, natural moment where, like, they see the past and, like, Mm -hmm. bring up all these memories and, like, they're Force-sensitive. Everyone is Force-sensitive in some way Mm -hmm. because... And maybe it's they're more force sensitive at this village because they're more tuned to the world than like what kind of like philosophical concept is that saying like if we if we get rid of there there was a stupid thing introduced in the prequels called midichlorians where they were like oh if you have a certain amount of these things in your body then you're really attuned to the force and it was like that's stupid like why can't it just be like a yeah thing that like they're like people... aliens that were like in your bloodstream and stuff so dumb yeah okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Very weird. Um, That's a little outside of anime. Yeah. <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I do like that you you said that, and I didn't think about it when, when I watched it, but it makes sense. They do, It's it feels like this universe or this particular place we're at is like far removed mm-hmm. from the normal Star Wars, you know, setting, right? Mm-hmm. But like you said, everyone has a, a basic understanding, like... I see this. I know what this is. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was cool to see. That was really. I think that was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like too, and you had mentioned it that you know the the two uh, our heroes F and Valco, I believe. Valco. Valco. Yeah. It was. It was when you first see them, you're like, oh, these guys are clearly the evil guys because they just, you know, it's called <laughs> yeah. it's called the village bride. We see the bride, we see yeah. the room, and then like they're just, they're just peeking over the top, like, oh, they about to attack them. Yeah. But then like they quickly find out that no. They're actually our heroes in this tale. And that's, I think that was really cool. That's one of those things where it's like, that's a great bit of storytelling. Because like yeah. it, it lures you into this false sense of like knowledge. And then like you get this big plot twist at the end. So that was cool. That was I'm, cool. I'm glad you mentioned that too. Because I, I at first thought, because again, usually a lot of the times like masked characters. Really it, a big call. Like, usually yeah. it's like, that's probably going to be a bad guy. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> or a bad person. And, uh, yeah, no, in this one. And, and yeah, they were both had, like, these weird masks. I mean, depending on who you ask. If you go out here, if you have a mask, you know, oh, yeah. you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a different kind yeah. of uh, yeah. connotation oh, in reality. you have a mask. Like, all right, relax, my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, now that you mention that, I mean, her... Her mask would be dope to just like wear around as like a. I'm, I wouldn't be mad at. It. I'm sure. I'm sure they they would. Uh, they probably would market the hell out of that. I don't know. It's I like that guy's big cylinder hat. That his big too. Tin yeah. Hat. It was Dog. so cool. It's like this man's wearing a trash can over here. Yeah. I was like, all right, buddy. I loved it, and then he uses it to blow up a whole spaceship, and then he has it again after he blows up the ship. I got like thirty of these. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you noticed that? Oh wow! I love that. I got thirty of these. Got thirty. Of these. Don't even worry about. It. He's just ready, ready to put another hat on. Um, <laughs> I I didn't even notice that. That's so. Funny. I did clock though at the beginning. That when they were talking, he said, like, um, when they were just kind of observing things, that he mentioned something to her about, like, her master having a familiarity with this place. And I don't know if that's ever really revealed as to what it is. Yeah. When I was reading the notes for this, and I don't know if you noticed this, there was a, there was a memory of her like clawing at the ground and like a like a red light and somebody yelling Mm -hmm. um apparently her master died in order 66 is what the wikipedia entry says oh i didn't i didn't really get that i thought maybe he had turned evil and something had happened but that's at least what that's at least what the show notes said i don't know interesting that also leads into he said this gives you like that feudal japan type of vibe I mean, I guess that would make her a Ronin again, too, though. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. probably why you also enjoyed that, too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It definitely felt like that. Yeah, she definitely had kind of this... Well, it was interesting because at first I was, like... I was questioning who... Uh, I can't remember his name now. What we say? Valco. Valco, yeah. yeah we're I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Valco. I don't know if they time. actually ever said his name. It just... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, like, I kept questioning. I was like, is this person... I thought, I thought it was going to be revealed like it was her master, but he was like a force ghost or something like that. Ooh. But then he had a sniper rifle at the end. So that was so like, cool. Okay, well, that's fine too. He's just like a friend. And he just stayed there. He was like, okay, see ya. Yeah. I guess like, he was there. I don't know. Yeah. It really felt like he was already there. Because it, 
the description said she was like a wanderer, right? Yeah. 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 Which, that was the other thing I was going to say. When I saw it and I found out she played just wandering, very Kenshin vibes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very Kenshin vibes, just going from town to town, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the worst part about these, honestly, is like, they could do so much more. Well, like, it's, it's, I, it's stuff like this that annoys me. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you just can't be doing this. Like, you can't leave me with just that one story. Now, now I'm invested in the character. Like, are they just, like, test? Maybe they're testing to see, like, which ones people like the most, and then they'll make more stuff for each. I don't know, but I, I, I mean, like, you asked before, like, every single one of these, like, I wanted more. And, like, this one, too, it's, it, it, it wasn't that open-ended, but, like, I mean, I guess it was pretty open-ended, because we don't know where she's gonna go, we don't know, like, what her deal is, um, F- Whatever her name is, at. I'm just like a real, again. Real, it's real, a very real. mysterious, yeah. obviously not her real name sort of thing going on. Um, I do really like her. Oh, she, she was must great. have been really oh, young because she, she still has like the Padawan braid. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great call. I didn't realize that. So um, I don't know if you. I don't know why, but Padawans have a weird braid. Yeah. So Padawans <laughs> have like the younger Jedi have like a braid or like a little thing like that's usually like indicates that they're still like in training i didn't even realize that and she like cuts off her braid oh, at did certain she? Point. oh yeah. yeah she cut yeah, it off that was a thing in there. i didn't even realize and that. so she that like really huge and i have no idea why yeah she yeah but i didn't i didn't make that connection either that, that was like a pattern how did i not there. see that i must have been looking at my phone at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she cuts off her braid so i guess that was kind of her and then at the end she says i'm a jedi so that must have been her like saying like mm-hmm. which is kind of a really cool thing because if if that's the case, if she was kind of a Padawan, she was basically like taking into her own her own kind of way, like saying like, nope, I am this thing now. Mm-hmm. If there is a Jedi Order at this point, she's kind of deciding, like she's the one deciding, right. like I'm ready. This is my kind of like basically like putting herself into her destiny, kind of. And thing. again, making her own path. Even making if, her own even path. Even if she says she's a Jedi, it's her own vision of what a Jedi is. Right. Which yeah, that actually harkens. That's a really good point because that harkens back to the beginning where they're sitting there at the dinner and they're kind of it's very awkward and they're understanding what's happening. Like this bride is going to be sacrificed to these raiders, and the uh, Valco says, "You know, I'm not talking about your moral code or whatever the hell." Like he's clearly trying to appeal to her and say you need to help these people mm-hmm. but he's saying it like i don't want you to do it because you're a jedi i just want you to do it because it's the right thing to do it's yeah the right thing to do and so that's when she decides to interfere which is kind of interesting and it sounds like she kind of makes the choice like no matter what like i believe in what a jedi is and i'm going to do this sort of thing yeah um so that's definitely an, an even another spin on the whole like choose your path choose your yeah. destiny sort of thing um, Can we talk about how much I hated the guy? What 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 was the evil dude's name? Oh my god! Oh, he was the absolute worst. Oh yeah, very creepy. Izuma, quintessential e- evil, creepy ass anime. Character. Oh my yeah. god! Like very reminds me a lot of um, uh, Orochimaru from Naruto. Very or Hisuka from Hunter Hunter. Very um, um, assaultish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I get the vibes, like, really bad. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. yeah. This guy is is super creepy. So mm-hmm. when, when she put the boots to him, I was really excited. Yeah. yeah. Fighting in the heels was so fire. Bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. I, I they love putting lie. girls in heels in these, too. Yeah, like. I popped for that. I was like, go ahead, girl. Be <laughs> <laughs> his ass. They did this weird mechanical. They, like, the, move a Yeah, move. that took fire, like, man. Oh, what's happening? I was like, yeah, no, I'm with this. This yeah. is great. I, yeah. I, I, I hit the rewind button a couple of times. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was, I thought that was so cool. I was like, what yeah, is happening? That, that was dope. Oh god, the the there was a cyclops uh, like alien that I don't think yes. I, I think it's probably something in Star Wars, but it felt that felt very like. I keep saying this and it sounds dumb, but that felt very like something from an anime. Like yeah. it reminded me of and a Twilight. Yeah, but it reminded me of, I feel like there were a lot of Cyclops in like, um, or there was a couple like Cyclops demon in Yu Yu Hakusho, I think. A bunch of, like randoms. Yeah. Like a bunch of randoms. But like it felt, I saw that and I was like, that that was like the first thing that like harkened, like that harkened. I feel like demons a lot of the times in like some of those, like, like, like some older action anime and stuff like that. Like look like that. He just kind of had that vibe. Yeah. Um, And I thought that was really cool. I don't know why I'm spending so much time talking about the characters on the screen for five seconds. No, but um, 
but yeah, his his whole kind of crew was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they reclaimed the uh, battle droids, oh, who were yeah. just as quintessentially dumb as they always are, and I actually thought they were really cute. I, they were like even more dumb than normal because like literally that tin head like head came flat like helmet. They're just like. Whoa, what's this? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, no, like, no reaction time at all. What's it funny was pretty hilarious. is, so that is like. They're always like that. that. Like, that's those droids to a T. Like, and they just, like, they did it perfectly, right? Like, they. It's so funny. You know, there's so many moments in the prequel trilogy, and especially in, like, the Clone Wars TV show, mm-hmm. where, like, the droids are just really dumb. I like them. I'm going to call them stupid, but I do like them. They are dumb. Like, they're very stupid. But they did the uh, Toy Story like the little alien like whoa. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she had a katana lightsaber again, which yep. is cool to see that. Yeah. And it was yellow, which I thought was really neat. Yellow is used to have a stronger meaning than it does now. Yellow used to be uh, what Jedi Sentinels okay. would choose as their color. So the Jedi Council of the Jedi. Um, like order used to have you would get a green or a blue or a yellow. Mm. Yellow was sentinel and they were kinda like the investigators. They were the kind yeah. that like they were more scholarly than they were like physical combat, but that was a long time ago. That's not what this is. Well, I was gonna say I think they too. I think they have them now too because in Oh they definitely have them now. In Rebels there's um, the some Temple Jedi. the yeah. Temple Guardians have them as well. Um but yeah the the katana that was really cool. Her weapon was was really cool and then also her heels. That was awesome. Um, I also just like the bucket hat thing. Like I love the bucket hat. It's such a weird because like he just just random like you know what this also doubles as an explosive. I know. Like, like, what? That? That's dangerous. That seems like something you. That seems like not <laughs> something that's going to protect your head. Like one wrong like blast to your head. Yes. And you're like, even like even if like not if the if the blast is a fatal, the connection will explode. I, I'm That's just, not great. It's so I mean it was just so funny. Like what I was not expecting that at all. When he like threw his hat down there, I was just like, what? And then it like took off into the ship and I was like, <laughs> it was like okay. a little rocket. It was but so you know what, funny. Though? He has such a just from the limited amount of you know screen time that we get with him, he's very lackadaisical. Yeah, like he's just like whatever happens happens. Yeah, like that's a, that's the vibe I get from him. Yeah, like, shooting that up. Oh, time to use a secret weapon. Yeah, <laughs> like, what time? I love that. Yeah, I, I wrote down like I one, love him. one of his quotes uh, was celebrations are meant to be shared with a large group. <laughs> You'll be cursed if you hold back. I was just kind of like that is not. As soon as he said that, I was like, well, he's definitely not a Jedi because like that's not like what Jedi like do kind of thing and uh i just love the idea of like no if you don't get if you don't get shit faced here and like you like you're gonna be cursed like like what what a great moral yeah like <laughs> what an awesome kind of moral to just have i was well, i was wondering if she was gonna take her mask off at that point and drink but she was just like yeah i'll, I'll hold it yeah <laughs> i also love just some of the other like side characters as well the the guy who was like pouring drinks and he was like this drink's not strong enough oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I mean, yeah um yeah there's a lot of uh you had mentioned uh the bride's sister suka sokas i think her name saku or something yeah saku i think um uh oh i don't have her name written down i love i love that aspect of it that actually harkens to just like some of the kind of resistance kind of forces in just Star Wars in general, right? Of like, That's a normal thing, right? Yeah, there's just a lot of those wanting to fight back kind of thing. And there's there's some episodes of like the Clone Wars TV show where there's there's like these insurgents and stuff. So it was really cool. I wasn't sure what like where that was going, mm-hmm. and then it was it was kind of interesting to have her kind of get caught, get captured, and have like an explosive device kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just going back to the villain for a second, the moment where he like has the blaster pointed at her goes to shoot and then the like laser yeah. is just like stop there such a cool moment like i love when they do shit like that with the force yeah like, it's always so badass and it kind of it parallels her picking up the stone and obviously like she's not she was a padawan like she is not as she's not that strong but clearly she's really badass and she's yeah. going to be much stronger yeah. uh, and these raiders are just like backwoods village raiders they don't really know what they're doing so yeah, and it's like then shooting blindly at the guy on the hill. I also thought it was a very kind of again just another like really action anime moment where 
he's holding uh, the bride like hostage, and then there's just kind of like a quick cut, and she's like like darts Passing, behind yeah. him. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, that, 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 that was the that was of of all the. Besides the first one, that was the most quintessential anime moment. Yeah. yeah. That's the one right there. <laughs> Where it's just like, what? that's kind of, there's kind of like a trope of like, Not teleports behind to, you, like yeah. kind of. And then everything just falls. Yeah. The yeah. just falls off the bone, like. Which I just loved it too, um, uh, as well. And also like, arms getting cut off is like a big oh, yeah. Star Wars theme as well. Um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was just such a cool, it didn't. Like, if you, you could remove, like, the lightsabers and the battle droids, and and it's just a standalone kind of, like, its own thing. Like, they did a really good job, I thought, of just making something that, it still had the Star Wars vibe to it, and it still had, like, a lot of the Star Wars elements, but it wasn't, like, super heavily reliant on, right. like, the mythos or anything like that. So, a good contrast from the previous episode where, like I said, it was banging over your yeah. head with the Star Wars stuff. This one was more, like, very subtle. Very subtle. Um, there, I'm trying to think, what if there were any lines? May from, the Force be with you. Force be with you. Uh, they also said, I have a bad feeling about this as well. Oh, that no, okay. That was also said again. I think that's the third time or maybe yeah. the second time. Yeah. But, I mean, also, that's said everywhere. People say that all the right. time. I also want to just... Uh, I mentioned this for a second, but I love, like, you don't see sniper rifles, I feel like, that much in Star Wars stuff. So cool. It was such a, it was just a, it was a random thing, but when I saw it, I was like, that's kind of rad. My favorite characters are always, not even the ones that have lightsabers, they're the ones that have, like, cool guns that we don't see a lot. Like, Mm. I love, like, the crossbows and all the weird, like, shit. Yeah. It's always my favorite. But I love an old dude that's just drinking. Yeah, not usually in reality, but in games and shows, it's cool. The old dude in like most shows are always the most fire. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, he like the go-to. Oh, like it just. I I I thought that character was great. Um, Mm -hmm. and also didn't even thinking back about it, like they didn't say that much. I didn't feel like no. Um, Mm -hmm. I also really like they did a. The other thing I was gonna say is like they did. We talked about this a little bit. They did a great job of just setting up a culture. Like, right like mm-hmm. and this is like i have to imagine like we've never probably seen or heard of whatever planet they're on mm-hmm. in anything before but it felt very like completely fleshed out um yeah. even though there's like some mysterious elements like what what were they doing with this stone at the beginning that like caused like this valley to like collapse like yeah. you know what was that all about and it like kind of like let out i was thinking force? it might have been a bad omen like maybe they came there to like get Maybe I'm just thinking, making this up in my head, but again, it's because they set it up so well. Yeah. My thought was that they came to this special rock to um, become blessed before their wedding day, and then like there was a bad omen or something. But obviously, they know what's about to happen. Yeah. Like the whole reason they're having the whole reason they're getting married is probably because she decided she was going to go, and so. Yeah, I uh, I, I really like that, and then. Um... They they also had the moment like after their wedding they had like this fire like the two of them just kind of sitting there and they had like their their um their garb their, garb. their wedding garb mm-hmm. on the thing yeah, yeah which cool. felt very like I don't know if that is like a like a if there's any kind of Japanese tradition that that like harkens back to or if that's just something that they made up for this but I thought that was a cool little little piece as well and then mm-hmm. the only other thing is uh, we talked about Majina being the Force and we don't see that a lot in in Star Wars. It's really kind of interesting because I was just I've been reading uh, I've been reading the Thrawn the newest Thrawn trilogy and there's like a little bit of that as well where it's like the further you get out of the galaxy hmm. the the there's different words and different phrases for like different stuff which makes sense right like you're talking about not like why would everybody know like what the Force is or something like that like if you went to a planet that was like mm-hmm. you know way way out there. They were gonna. They would call it something different. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean. And we don't see that a ton. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of glad that they did that because, mm-hmm. like I said, in, in the this novel series that I'm reading right now, um, they have a little bit of that. Like the people who are force sensitive are called Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, tangent. But um, I, no, I I'm like, glad that they did that. Yeah, yeah, I like that they. I like that they had that. It brings it more into like, again. What we're seeing, what we have seen in the Star Wars universe is only a tiny facet of what's going on in the rest of the world. Yeah. Or the rest of the galaxy, really. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That is cool. This is really cool. It is cool. Well, Stick, thank you so much for being with us. This was awesome. We always love talking to you. Um, where can people find you at on the internet if they want to look you up and look at all the stuff you're doing? Oh, just don't find my criminal record. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't have one. Ah, uh, man. Uh, Clueless, you know, it's on Spotify and mm-hmm. all the other fun streaming services. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Clueless Vino. And if you want to follow the podcast, it's the Clueless, the Clueless Vino podcast. Sweet. So, yeah, and we'll, we'll link, obviously, in like the show description and stuff like that. Uh, you also have, uh, if you, I mean, I don't know if you want to plug that, but I can cut this out, but you have two, or no, you have three, three poetry books? Three poetry books. And then your, uh, your novel Whisper as well. So yeah. like, if you want to, we'll throw those into the show notes as well and people can check that out. Um, yeah. all of those are great. Um, definitely get a recommendation from us, uh, on that. Anything else that you want to plug? Uh, you know, man, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to finish the next book. So yeah, I actually, awesome. I actually put myself on self punishment. I can't. I bought um, I bought. There's that new game, Kena Bridge of Spirits. I want to play. Um, I actually just went to Second and Charles shop to them that store, Skies of Arcadia for Dreamcast. Apparently, a very underrated RPG, and I can't play them until I finish the book. So, <laughs> well, so how far are you? Like, I'm, at, I'm almost. I'm at 28,000 words, so I'm probably like, I'll probably play at 12 away from being done. Okay. Just okay. based off of where I'm at in the story. So. Cool. You know. <laughs> and are you, you're not, so you're, I just want to make sure, is your self-punishment until you finish a draft or oh, is it until, for sure. Okay, I was going to say. I'm going to finish a draft and I'm going to hand it over That's to a, a couple part. people yeah. and be like, listen, look this over with a fine tooth comb, tell me whether that makes sense, and then I'll go back, finish that up, and then. Yeah, but once the draft is done, yeah, I'm, I'm back at the game. That's yeah. awesome. I need it, and then, yeah, <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, and let us know obviously too once once that's finished up because we'll definitely want to give it a read. And absolutely, uh, sure, man. Uh, yeah, and I mean, usually we 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 close out with like something that's like not Star Wars related, but I feel like we had like just a great discussion on everything, and mm-hmm. also your stuff that you're plugging. Like we also next- forgot to do that. Last time too. Oh yeah. So we'll get back Whoops. to it when we go into Clone Wars, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter as always. We're at Distant Echoes SW, or you can find each of us individually. Um, I'm at Cassie Thulu, and I'm at Awkward Comma. And tune in next time when we talk about Protocol Droids' incredible twerking capabilities. Is that how we end it? That's... We've ended it differently every time. <laughs> no, that's right. You, oh, yeah, bye. Oh, uh, oh, no, and, uh... May the force be with you? Nope. We're not doing that anymore? No, we're not doing that Okay, anymore. cool. The, the, I think it, never mind, we're good. Bye! <laughs>